Yeah, what's good, podcasters? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast. Week 17 of the NFL is all wrapped up and in the books now. I'm going to give you those updated scores. I'm going to talk about my top four games. I'm going to let you know who made big dog this week. A lot of people should agree to this guy because this guy has been playing balling all year. And a lot of people had doubts about him. And this is the second time here. <laughs> I'm going to give y'all those updated uh, predictions and who's leading. This guy got one game over somebody. And it's coming down to week 18. To decide, can this person go ahead and finally just win it? You know what I mean? Then I'm going to talk about the A-B drama. Give you my opinion and maybe a solution to what both sides should kind of do and figure out, you know, how to manage this guy, man. And how to get this guy uh, back to his better self. You know what I mean? And then, of course, I'm going to give you all those NBA scores and uh, stats, man. You know what I mean? Give you a little razz-dazz of the NBA. NBA about to be almost taking over the podcast soon anyway because NFL is winding down. Damn, boy, they gave us an extra week and it still feel like it went fast. (laughs) Well, let's get to these scores, man. The Rams and the Ravens, my boys, came up short. God damn, Doug. Shit, Rams got us 20 to 19. The Bills beat the Falcons 29 to 15. The Bears beat the Giants 29 to 3. The Bengals beat the Chiefs 34 to 31. The Dolphins lost to the Titans 34 to 3. The Raiders beat the Colts 23 to 20. The Pats beat the Jaguars 50 to 10. The Buccaneers beat the Jets barely 28 to 24. The Eagles beat Washington 20 to 16. The Broncos beat the Chargers, uh, I mean, my fault, y'all. The Chargers beat the Broncos 34-13. The 49ers beat the Texans 23-7. The Cardinals beat the Cowboys. That was like one of the top games of the week. They got The, the Cardinals got that one 25-22. The Saints got the Panthers uh, 18-10. The Seahawks beat the Lions 51-29. The Packers beat the Vikings 37-10 as expected. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the Browns did not help me out. Sorry, ass Browns. They lost to the Steelers last night, 14-26. Like I said, boy, you know, my my Ravens lost. You know, it, it was a it was an interesting game. Uh I believe it was one turning point that that really swung that momentum and gave the Rams that opportunity to win. But I, we're going to get there. That's part of the top four games. Y'all know I like to save my boys for last. One of the top four games I want to talk about right now is the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Chiefs and the Bengals was an interesting game. It, was, it came down to the wire. It came down to the Bengals could not cross that goal line. They got all the way down to the one. They try to punch it in and beat the Chiefs. Well, they still beat the Chiefs, but beat them by a touchdown. But the Chiefs just kept stopping them, kept stopping them. It came to a field goal, and that's how the damn Bengals went, and that's how the Bengals took the AFC North. <sighs> it's, it's stung. You know what I mean? Even though my boys was still having a dog fight to get in, but it was just to have the opportunity to still maybe come out 
you know, champs of the North, but it's cool. But anyway, the Chiefs could not make it nine straight. Patrick Mahomes was 26 from 35, 259, two touchdowns, no interceptions. You know what I mean? That man, Joe Burrow, was 30 from 39, 446 yards, four touchdowns. Like, this guy is just ripping everybody. Now, he ain't get 500, you know what I mean? But he's ripping everybody. And the Bengals are looking good. Their defense, a little suspect. I believe if they had a pass rusher that can get to the quarterback consistently, the Bengals would be almost sure top of the AFC. But they not. You know, they still got the Titans in front of them. The Titans are showing that even without Derrick Henry, that they can still be the same Titans team. So that's going to be an interesting matchup if it ever comes to the playoffs, the Titans versus the Bengals. But right now, it drops down. The Chiefs, they was, like I said, that curse of number one is still being a curse. <laughs> we'll see how is, is this curse of uh, week 18 is still going to pop up for the uh, this curse of the, uh, number one for the AFC. Because it it went from the Patriots to Chiefs to the Titans to the Titans, then the Ravens was in it, then you know, it, it, like God dang, this curse is just keep on biting. It just keep on lingering around and just keep on being around, you know. So that hopefully that the Titans can uh keep uh uh find a uh a potion or something for this curse. <laughs> because God damn, nobody can hold this number one. Nobody wants to have that that first round that first round buy. I don't know why, but hey, I wish it was my Ravens that can get this. Well, we are gonna have a first round buy because we ain't gonna get in. It almost seems like man, because it's gonna be hella hot water for us to get in. We gotta depend on so much for us to get in. But that's just another another task. But back to Joe Burrow. Back to Jamar Chase, that guy. Remember, everybody was saying oh, they was down on him in the preseason. Too many drop passes. He ain't going to be able to rookie wall this, 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 and that. That, that, that. That guy had 11 receptions, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Joe Burrow only threw four. He had one play where he was surrounded by four different Chiefs. And not one chief touched him. Not one. Not not the safeties, not the cornerback that was playing him, and not even the damn linebacker that was in that area. The guy is something special. The guy is trying to tell us that he deserves to be offensive rookie of the year, man. And he keep doing this, he's going to be. I honestly... It's not trying to be biased or anything in my nature. I believe that this guy will be offensive player the uh rookie of the year. Shit, you never know. He might be off he might be offensive player of the year. Forget this being a rookie, the rookie award. This guy might be something special in in in, in the whole NFL almost. You know, it, it's it's almost like dang, can he be considered uh into the um MVP candidate because he was one of the most important person on the team. Now, I, now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the Bengals 
wouldn't have much as success that they have now. But I'm just saying, without Jamar Chase, would the Bengals be all that? Now, did we throw Joe Burrow into this MVP conversation now? Because without without Joe Burrow d- delivering the ball, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase wouldn't have this. So it's just like, do you really just solidify giving to Aaron Rodgers for this MVP? I do. I kind of do because it's just Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers showed that, hey, the Packers needed me. If it wasn't for me, your part wouldn't be number one, which is probably true. Can almost can almost count it as true. But for these two young guys to come in the NFL and showing that, hey, we belong here, we're going to be here for a while, and that's going to be something that now my Ravens going to have to look into making sure that our cornerbacks are ready. We got to make sure that my man Peters come back healthy next year. We got to make sure Marlon Humphrey come back healthy next year. And now we need to go into looking to more uh, DB help. Because the DBs we got out here, man, it just ain't cutting it. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy is still trying to hold it down as best as he can. But that's besides the point, man. The Bengals has something to look forward to. In the years to come, they got a good quarterback and wide receiver combo. So the Bengals could be the real deal. You know what I mean? But let's go to another game. The Cards and the Cowboys. The Cardinals took that. Boy, the Cardinals said, no, Rams, you cannot have this division as yet. We've been leading this division all year. Just because you got high at the right time and we took a little couple L's doesn't mean that, um, Y'all gonna decide to take this division. Because they 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 came out. They they came out and was not afraid of the uh big lights against the Cowboys. They was not worrying about Jerry Jones or anything in that nature. Anybody popping off because it was a lot of people, including myself, thinking that the Cowboys had this game. You know, it the uh Dak Prescott was 24 from 38. 226, three touchdowns. Kyler Murray was 26 from 38, 263, two touchdowns. And Kyler Murray remains undefeated in the Cowboys Stadium since high school. God, that is, that's, that's what's up, man. Shorty, Shorty is showing that, yeah, you know I mean? I might, we might have out ups and downs throughout the whole year, but I'm still, I can still be a top quarterback. You know, I, I believe Kyler Murray is maybe a top 15 quarterback. You know, maybe one of these episodes I can actually go down and pick quarter my top 20 quarterbacks. Top, you know, even top 20 quarterbacks. Or we can just go ahead and rate each quarterback that's the, each starting quarterback of this year. You know what I mean? See what Kyler Murray fits in that category. That's what I'm going to do. But... Um, the Cowboys could not extend their winning streak. The Cardinals said, no, hold on, Rams. Y'all going to have to wait another week to figure out who's going to lead this division. Because now that the Cowboys did that, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are all, I mean, one in five now. They bought one in five now, one in four, one in five, when they got zero turnovers. Zero. No interceptions, no fumble recoveries, no nothing. But they did cough up the ball a couple times. You know what I mean? But um, 
And also the Cowboys, they are bad at home, really. They're not all that good. They 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 kind of good on the road. I give them props on that. But when it comes to being in that stadium, they the, the Cowboys don't really hold their own, man. You know what I mean? And what shows that that if they get a home playoff game, this might be a, it's a possibility early first round exit. That's what the statistics are saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the Cardinals, they proved they can go on the road. The Cardinals are almost damn near good on the road. They did better on the road than they did at home also. But, you know what I mean? The, the Cardinals did start off hot in the beginning of the season. So that that, that kind of difference with the Cowboys and, 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 and the Cardinals. You know what I mean? So, but honestly... I don't really see neither of these teams um, really going too far. I don't, you know, it, it, it can still be a matchup between the Packers and the Buccaneers. I, I'm I'm kind of sold on the Packers. I hate to say it. You got this one, Kurt. The Packers are the most dominant team in the NFC that I've seen right now. They, their defense just got a hold a little bit better. I believe that defense can show how they did when they took over about, I think, like week 8, week 10 of the season. The Packers can be very, very, very scary. So, you know, and I really don't see the Cowboys going into Lambeau Field beating the Packers, and I really don't see the Cardinals doing it either. And the Packers already beat the Cardinals in the beginning of the season. So, you know what I mean? It, it, it's It's... I, I'm rocking with the Cowboys, I mean, uh, the Packers in the NFC. Now, in the AFC, a little shaky. <laughs> so shaky that these damn Raiders and the car, and the, and the Colts, man. Like, <laughs> I, I picked the Colts to win because I thought the Colts was the better team. Raiders always wish-washy. But... At this one particular time, I guess because the Raiders still have a little slight chance of making the playoffs, they decide to come alive this week. They beat the uh, they beat the Colts. You know what I mean? And the one of the top questions was, could they able to stop uh, Jonathan Taylor? Well, they stopped him enough to get the dub because Jonathan Taylor had 20 carries, 108 yards, and one touchdown. Now... I believe that that was mainly that main focus because they didn't the Colts didn't know who their quarterback was going to be. Carson Wentz came in um, onto the uh, week, added to the uh, roster uh, late in the week. You know what I mean? So I really didn't know the Colts' uh, quarterback situation, but Carson Wentz he played all right. He was sixteen for twenty-seven, one forty-eight, one touchdown. Where uh, Carr was 24 for 31, 255, one touchdown, two interceptions. That let me know that the Colts didn't really capitalize on these turnovers. Dirk, you know what I mean? Dirk Carr gave you the opportunity to try to take over this game, but the Raiders stayed alive, man. And that, that's what's up, Marty. Y'all, your, your boys is just winning. Uh, honestly, you know, they, 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 they expected to win because, you know, of the death of John Madden. You know, of course, they're going to try to play as. Hard as they possibly can. You know what I mean? So, shout out to the Raiders, man. Because um, I needed the Raiders to lose. Because that's the only way that my Ravens looked like they was going to be able to make the playoffs. You know, even though we didn't do our job. No, we didn't uh, get that. Uh, but we came up short. And we showed that 
if we was uh, capable of having all our players, man, we would we we probably would have beat majority of these teams. I think we probably would have had a, a different record. I believe that we in the beginning of the season we caught teams where they was unsuspect they was unsuspect they was surprised of what we was able to do with the little bit of people that we had. And now that teams figured it out, it was like we really don't have nobody. Beat them. <laughs> and honestly, Matthew Stafford didn't really beat us, really. He was 26 from 35, 309, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And he threw a pick six. Shout out to my man Chuck Cluck, man, because he was ready, he was prepared, and he he you can tell he was he's seen that play before. You know what I mean? Tyler Huntley didn't play as bad. He was 20 from 32, 197, but no touchdowns. And he threw an a interception. And that interception swung that momentum for the Rams. Like, honestly, we had the Rams going into halftime. The Rams really couldn't figure it out, couldn't understand. They was down there fighting each other <laughs> to try to understand what was going on. And, you know I mean? We just, we fought. You know what I mean? Ravens flock should be proud of the uh of the Ravens and what what we almost accomplished. You know, we we showed that we have a backup quarterback that can come in there and, and give us that almost that LJ feel. You know what I mean? And then we showing that LJ do make a difference of being in that game because maybe LJ could have could have seen something different, could have made something different, and something else could have been possible. Anything, you know, anything in that nature. You know, it shows that whatever running back that we put back there can actually run the ball. You just got to have patience and wait your time. You know what I mean? Because Freeman looked good. Sometimes Murray looked good. So, only thing I think, we, like I said in the beginning of the park, is we're going to have to show up that defense, that that uh, DB's area, it, it it has to be showed up because if Peters is, and and Humphrey is, it won't be ready at the beginning of the season, then something going to have to give, something is going to have to show up. Somebody's going to have to show up. Um, we also, you know, we we also was down a couple linebackers like L.J. Fort. You know what I mean? He could have most definitely made a difference uh, in that linebacker core. It we were just down too many men, and now it's starting to show up. So, you know, hopefully we get the Steelers this week, man, coming up. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have a losing record uh, this year. But, you know what I mean, it's fine because the way we was dropping like flies is fine. So, you know, it's going to look like my boys is coming up short uh, of the playoffs this year. And we had one hell of a ride. You know what I mean? So I'm not quite giving up yet. I'm a, you know, I mean, we, I'm gonna go ahead and fight with my boys to the end. You know, we might beat Pittsburgh this week, and whatever teams that's in our favor loses, hey, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't give us that opportunity to get in. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Do not give us that opportunity to get in. But like I said, shout out to the Rams. The Rams did uh, in the fourth, in the second half and fourth quarter. Show that you know they they are a decent team that the, that they do deserve to be in the playoffs. They beat the team that they supposed to beat. Doesn't matter what the score looks like. So the Rams look like they're going to be a 
decent team. They maybe could be the team that can get the Packers a little scared, but I'm still giving the edge over the Packers. You know what I mean? Let me tell you who made big dog this week. Shout out to Jamar Chase. You made big dog again. And I believe you deserve to have, you will get rookie of the year. Hopefully you get offensive player of the year. And, and whatever else you deserve to get, man. Because this week you showed that what they talked about, what everybody talked about in the um preseason, that hard work pays off. My man had 11 receptions, 266 yards, three touchdowns. And I said that in the beginning, that this guy deserves to be big dog. So welcome back to the big dog. <laughs> All right, man, let me give y'all the quick uh, NFL playoff standards. In the AFC, like I said, the Titans number one, Chiefs number two, Bengals three, Bills four, Patriots five, Colts six, Chargers seven. In the NFC, we got the Packers number one, the Rams, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Eagles. Um... I would like to see my Ravens in there, but like I just said, man, I really don't see my boys making it this year. Um, I believe that these going to be the solidified teams that's going in the playoffs on both sides. I, I think these teams deserve to be in the playoffs. I think these teams show that they can be in the uh, playoffs. So, ain't no switching it up to that, man. You know what I mean? But, any given Sunday, don't don't forget about that, man. Any given Sunday. Alright, man, before I switch over to NBA real quick, man, I just want to give my opinion about Antonio Brown. Um, My opinion about Antonio Brown is I believe my man needs help. I believe that it's deeper than football. It's deeper than these little lash-out attitudes. It's deeper than football, money, and all this stuff. I think my man is really having... Uh, a CTE problem, or he could be bipolar and, you know, anything. I think is is way deeper than him just keep having these outbreaks and having uh, uh, leaving teams and teams, pe- uh, coaches don't want to be around them and, and so on and so on. You know what I mean? I, 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 just, I just think now we are just now seeing it in person, really. You know what I mean? At times, we used to hear it about on the hard knocks that, oh, no, he's doing it again. Oh, no, this and this and all this. But I did think it's deeper than football. And I think the NFL should start testing guys for these mental illness, man. Because mental, Ill- mental awareness needs to be held to an all-time high when it comes to this game. This game is violent, physical, and... Some of these rules are not uh, benefiting these players. You know what I mean? Because whether it's you can't, you know, you, you go too low or you're doing this and you're leading with this. And it's just like you're, you're trying to squeeze football into something that it shouldn't be. Because some of these targets where you're trying to hit at is, is, is unsafe. It's not cool. Anything in this nature. Now, it's just not just head injuries. It can be any injuries that can, I believe, that can cause CTE, anxiety, panic attacks, all this stuff. Because some of these guys work so hard to get to the NFL. Day and night, 
pushing, working, not sleeping, sac- you know, sacrificing, not seeing their families, all this other stuff. And then once football gets taken away from, you know, depression, me, myself, I battled it myself trying to understand and when I had to walk away from the game. You know, no, I didn't make it to the NFL or anything of that nature, but I did t- pursue my dream as far as I possibly could. You know, I got to the semi-pro league and, and everything. But I had a bum shoulder from high school. And it was just like, damn, the guy I used to be and all this other stuff, the guy that I know I can be, are you telling me that I, I really can't give you my all because of my shoulder or anything of that nature? I got to kind of limit myself, went to depression, couldn't understand like, dang, what can I do outside of football, man? How can I pursue anything? I just don't want to keep doing this nine to five and all this, you know, and and you kind of forget yourself. And then you're kind of forgetting on uh, what's the bigger picture, which is your life. You know what I mean? Which is your family. The people that actually been around you and actually support you no matter what the situation is. And I think that's where Antonio Brown really needs. He needs a great support system. Not no good support system. A great support system. Somebody can tell you like, dog, you fucking up. Dog, you can't be doing this. Yo, you can't have your weight in this. If you need to talk, yo, talk. You know what I mean? Closed mouths don't get fed. But as... Black men, we was always told to suck that shit up, put it out there on the field, or put it out into whatever it is you 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 creative in, and forget about it. You deal with it on your own time or deal with it whatever. And us black men, we take that, and it fucks us up. I can honestly say it fucks us up, man. So I think the NFL has had to sit down with some of these players about depression and CTE and, and have these guys take extra precaution on taking care of themselves. I really think that, that it should happen like that because you keep on denying these guys um, these mental awareness and these signs and, 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 and everything in this nation, man. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be a good outcome. And I think the NFL should take real, real cautious and real care about these uh, mental health. I believe every team should go through mental health awareness uh, class or something in that nature to make sure that they are okay. I believe that every player should have a therapist or somebody to talk to or anything in that nature to make sure that their, their head and their shoulders is really on their shoulders, man. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? If you know, it, I'm pretty sure a lot of people probably going to think something different, anything in that nature, which is cool, which is understanding. You know what I mean? I'm just giving my opinion, my solution, what I think could help and I think could change some things um, for us black men. Because, you know, you don't really see too many white athletes, you know, going crazy like this. Just my opinion, man, you know. But, you know, hopefully Antonio uh, Antonio Brown gets some help that he deserves. Hopefully somebody takes him serious. And, you know, just don't give him 
uh, an opportunity back in the NFL just because of what he can do for your team. Make sure he's all the way there. Make sure he's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just my opinion, man. Let me get to the NBA stats real quick. NBA scores the last night. The Rockets uh, lost to the 76ers uh, 133 to 113. Embiid had 31 points. The Wizards beat the Hornets 124 to 121. Kyle Kuzma had 36 points. The Grizzlies and the Nets. The Grizzlies got that one 118 to 104. Ja Morant had 36 points. Woo! I can't wait to Wednesday. Kyrie come back, y'all. Woo! We! Best handles in the NBA. And we going and that's gonna be another topic we're gonna have, man. Who got the best handles in the NBA? I wanna hear different people's opinion on this one. I'm gonna try to get some different uh people on the show on that one. Um The Magic and the Bulls. The Bulls got that one 102 to 98. DeMar DeRozan, who I believe is net the net with Kyle, uh with Steph Curry for this MVP race, uh he dropped 29 points. The Pistons beat the Bucks 115-106. Bay had 34 points. The Jazz beat the Pelicans 115-104. Donovan Mitchell had 29 points. The Nuggets and the Mavs. The Mavs got that one 103-89. Luka had 21 points. The Warriors beat the Heat 115-108. Uh, Andrew Wiggins had 22 points. Along with Steph Curry had a bad shooting night. And then Klay Thompson... They talking about Klay Thompson going to come back soon. Ooh, how the Warriors going to look then? Hey, Kenny, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to get another episode together, bro. Because when Klay gets back, well, we got to, we got to see how he is, how he going to work. Um, The Blazers and the Hawks. The Blazers got that one 136 to 131. Even though Trey Young dropped 56 points. Lost. Simons had 43 points with a win for the Blazers. That's what's up. And the T-Wars and the Clippers. The T-Wars beat the Clippers 122 to 104. And Atwas had 28 points. You know what I mean? That was pretty good NBA, man. I've been keeping up with the NBA. LeBron has been killing the NBA right now with uh, big stats. Pulled out the win against the Timberwolves the other night, man. Finally make it at a 500 ball game. It's just finally, God damn, I just need the Lakers just to keep on pushing, man, to get better and all this other shit because right now they they suck. <laughs> they they just average right now. You know what I mean? Hopefully when AD come back, it can be a little different, maybe, because hopefully he don't play that softball shit, man, because he always hurts sometimes, and sometimes he just piss me off, man. <laughs> oh, man, shit, it just... Kills me. It bugs me. <clears throat> Let me tell y'all about uh this prediction pool, man. We we down to the nail biter. We is down, and Mike is still leading. Shout out to my man Mike. But Mike, don't you, you know? What I mean, don't you don't mess up, buddy. Don't mess up, cause Kenny is right on your ass. <laughs> he is on your ass right now, man. Kenny, Kurt. And my brother Marty, shout out to y'all and Deshaun. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Deshaun, you got y'all all made 13 and 3 this week. I was 10 and 6. Travis, you was 12 and 4. Mike, you was also 12 and 4, man. So you gotta make sure you pick right, Mike. Pick right. Because Kenny is on your ass, bro. He is on there. He is one game behind. 
one game. So you you better pick right this week, man. You know, you, that's the guy you got to worry about is Kenny. It's coming down to you and Kenny. Unless both of y'all have a bad week and I go undefeated. And old Kurt go undefeated or something in that nature. And somebody, one of us can come back. Maybe even Deshaun can come back. But, um, yeah, man. So, whew, it's coming down. Who's going to get this? Uh, we're gonna get this prediction shirt, man. Who want who who want to be champ first? Thought it was gonna be me, you know what I mean. But it's cool, it's cool. You know what I'm trying to be the champ of? I'm trying to be the champ of this podcast stuff. If it even is championship, and only way I can do that is me keep on thanking y'all as always, and y'all keep on sharing, man. Cause I need that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Once again, man, like I, I as always, thank y'all for tuning in to my thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast, man. This episode was was cool, was fun. You know what I mean? It's, I uh talked to my man Mike the other day. He said um he actually can see the improvement of this uh podcast. So thanks, Mike, for the uh words of confidence, bro, man. And like I keep trying to tell y'all, I'm trying to only get better and better. That's the goal. You know what I mean? And the only way that um, everybody can see me getting better and better, if y'all help me share the podcast, man, let them know that My Thoughts, My Pen Sports Podcast is out here and it's a up and rising podcast, sports podcast. You know what I mean? Let them know. Tell them I got my IG. My IG is going to let you know um, my latest episodes, what's going on in the sports world. And, you know, and so on and so on. And it's also going to tell you where you can find my podcast. You can find my podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You know what I mean? My IG is also my THTS, my opinion, underscore sports podcast. You know what I mean? If you don't follow, you don't have IG, man, follow me on Twitter. That's my THTS, my opinion. You know, we want to get on the podcast. You want to go stat from stat. You want, you know what I mean? Or you just want to just get on the platform to express yourself in something of that nature, man. Come on, hop on. Send me an email at my THTS, my opinion at gmail.com. You know what I mean? And I also, before I get soft, man, y'all know, the people that knows me knows I am a big family, man. And I'm such a big family, man. I want to give my beautiful wife a happy birthday, baby. Happy birthday, boobay. You deserve it, baby. I understand, you know, we, we got sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But don't worry. As soon as we get done quarantine and being sick, babe, we're going we're gonna to celebrate. You know what I mean? So once again, like I said, happy birthday to my beautiful wife, man. My birthday is coming up. As a matter of fact, not this Thursday, the following Thursday, I'm going to be recording anyway. So hopefully, you know, I get some birthday wishes. <laughs> but right now, it's not about me. It's about her, man. So once again, baby, happy birthday. Hope, let's go finish watching some movies or something, some chill time. <laughs> but uh, that's it, man. 
you know, I'm going to wrap this podcast up, man. Once again, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. You should know the quote by now. If you ain't first, you what? Last. (laughs) Holla at me. I'm out.